Whether you have a green thumb or you can't grow a thing, I have some amazing gardens today that you will want to add to your Ireland vacation. Hi, thanks so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today, I am bringing you another amazing Ireland experiences episode. So when many people begin planning their Ireland vacation, they start with kind of a bucket list of things to see and do. But as the planning continues, you realize that you can't do it all and some things have to be cut. And that's when maybe one area that you really wanted to see, one thing you really wanted to see, but it's just so far off and away from everything else that it doesn't make sense to include it. That is where these uh, podcasts can really help you. They're designed to offer alternatives with a similar experience to help make <laughs> your itinerary planning a little bit easier. Now, today's topic is Irish gardens. And I have to be honest, when I started writing this yesterday, I was like, why did I choose this? I don't know anything. And I, I literally have a dozen gardens. <laughs> so apparently I have done quite a bit of garden visiting, and I'm excited to share that with you. But before we dig into that, I just want to remind you of the My Ireland Vacation Planner and Journal. Now, this journal and planner follows the exact steps that I used to plan my own Ireland travels and tours. It has four sections, planning, itinerary, travel tips, and the journal, and it leads you through each step of creating the Ireland trip that you've been dreaming about. You're going to find easy to use worksheets, loads of advice, and fun journaling prompts to help you remember your magical Ireland vacation. You can grab your copy of the My Ireland Vacation Planner and Journal at irelandfamilyvacations.com slash irelandplanner. And don't forget to use code podcast10 for a 10% savings. Okay, let's jump in to these Irish gardens. So Ireland is a country that's known for stunning landscapes, natural beauty, and the abundant rainfall really contributes to the country's 40 shades of green and is at least partially responsible for the lush gardens that you find across the country. Now, the majority of public gardens do tend to be concentrated in that sunny southeast area. You're going to easily be able to add a visit to a terrific garden to any itinerary. So we're going to take a little bit of a virtual tour as we explore the top gardens in Ireland that I think will leave you spellbound during your visit. Now, gardens probably aren't the first thing that you're thinking of when you're planning your trip. You might be thinking of museums or castles or, you know, the beautiful um, cliffside, oceanside views. But chances are that you're going to have at least one garden on your itinerary. And you should, because the combination of nature's artistry and human design make visiting Irish gardens just, it, it's spellbinding is really the only word you can, you can give to it. It's mesmerizing, um, these gardens. They're just, they're so beautiful and lush and it almost feels like a paradise. I'll be honest. I love a great garden. So the first gardens I'm going to share are well known and they tend to be found on many itineraries. 
they, um, you know, even if you're not visiting a garden, this is probably a place that is added for something else in that area. Now, as always with my podcast, you can click through to the show notes to find handy links for every garden that I am mentioning today. The first garden I'm going to talk about is Powers Court Gardens. Now, this is usually, you'll see it as day trips from Dublin, or if you are heading maybe to County Cork or to Killarney or even uh, Kilkenny, you're going to probably find the Powers Court Gardens on your itinerary. They're usually grouped in with Glendalough. So this, it's just, it's incredible. I, <laughs> there's no other word. You have 47 acres of immaculate gardens on the Powers Court estate. And they have everything that you look for in a magnificent garden. They have a walled garden, Japanese garden, incredibly immaculate lawns, woodland pathways, a lake with a fountain, and a grand staircase that leads between the lake and the house. And there's even a tower that's worthy of a fairy tale and you can climb it. So it literally ticks every box for like a dreamy garden visit. If you visit Powers Court, you want to plan a sp to spend a few hours, if you can, um, you really just take your time wandering those beautiful gardens. And before you leave, grab lunch at Avoca and take that to the Powers Court waterfall, which is the highest in Ireland. It's really a great, great place to have a picnic lunch. The second garden I'm sharing with you is the walled garden at Kylemore Abbey. So we're going clear across the country to the furthest western parts of Galway. Now, Kylemore Abbey is obviously well known, probably one of the most often photographed buildings in the country. And the walled garden is spectacular. It's about a 15 minute speed walk from the abbey to the garden and it nestles up underneath the Black Stack Mountain. So it has just, it, it's almost like this beautiful controlled manicured area and then the wild mountain. It's just absolutely visually stunning. Now, if you have the time, I recommend you take the leisurely stroll, don't, don't speed walk it, but just enjoy that walk out to the gardens. But if you don't want to walk, there is a free shuttle that's available. Now the garden itself covers about six acres and it's divided in half by a mountain stream. The eastern half of the garden is the formal flower garden, um, lots of decorative displays. Uh, you know, the, the beds are in circles or in shapes and they're, they're really just stunning, just lush with blooms and colors and sizes and a beautiful area to really get that Victorian pleasure garden feel. But then when you cross the stream to the western half, you enter the kitchen garden. And that has uh, your vegetables and your herbs and your fruit trees. So it's a totally different feel, but I highly recommend visiting that vegetable garden. Some of the most beautiful vegetables you're ever going to see in your life. I was fascinated by the cabbages. They were so pretty. Allow yourself three hours minimum. This will give you time to enjoy a tour in the history of the house, to walk along the lake to the miniature Gothic church, and to visit the gardens, where you might also see the Connemara ponies, 
and you can enjoy a well-earned treat in the tea rooms or in the cafe at the visitor center. Now, next up, we have the gardens at Blarney Castle. While when you're thinking of visiting Blarney Castle, the Blarney Stone is probably the first thing that you think about, but I think that the castle ruins really dim in comparison to the extensive gardens on the estate. There are over 11 garden areas spread across 60 acres, so you're going to find plenty to explore. Now, my personal favorites are the Poison Garden, which sits just beneath the castle. Um, and if, if you've read Harry Potter or if you're traveling with a Harry Potter fan, you're going to recognize some of the plants there. It's just so, so interesting. Another area I really like is the Rock Close. Now, this is the oldest garden on the estate, and it's said to be an ancient Druidic settlement. So really quite fascinating there. Not far from that is a circle of nine standing stones, two of which have fallen, and that's known as the Seven Sisters. The legend tells of a chieftain with nine children, two sons and seven daughters, and he took his sons on their first battle against a cattle raider, and the sons were killed. And he, as he was returning home with the bodies of his sons, it's said that they stopped at the nine stone circle, and he ordered his men to knock over two of those stones, hence the name the Seven Sisters. When visiting Blarney Castle and Gardens, give yourself at least two and a half hours, although I really recommend a full morning or a full afternoon. There is so much to see and experience there. And finally, rounding out the top four are the gardens at Muckras House. Now, these aren't gardens that I would probably add um, to a must-see garden list per se. They're nice. Um, but really what draws people to this is Killarney National Park and Muckras House itself. But the gardens are really worth a wander through. There was, there's a really nice um, rock garden there that, that I actually really like there. So um, the gardens at Muckras House are worth visiting while you're in the area. Now, during the 1850s, the gardens underwent extensive work for the visit of Queen Victoria in 1861. And then in the early 20th century, the Bourne Vincent family expanded the gardens with the addition of the sunken garden, the rock garden, and the stream garden. And today the gardens are the most popular during the summer months when the rhododendron are in bloom. It's just, it's a riot of color. And if you're visiting in the summer, well worth taking the time to visit the garden. Now you can drive to Muckra's house or you can take a jaunting car tour of the national park that can take you to Muckra's house. It's a great addition to your Killarney trip. So those are probably the four gardens that, that, you know, they're on, at least one of those is on almost every tour itinerary there is. And maybe, like I said, it's not for the garden, but it's for something else in that area. But if you are wanting to add some great Irish gardens to your itinerary, here are some that I, uh, I really enjoy and I think are well worth adding in. The first is Lismore Castle Gardens. Now, Lismore Castle, you can't tour it. Um, can't get inside unless you have super deep pockets and you can rent it. But the gardens are absolutely idyllic and they're open to the public. We personally love the natural playground. It's kind of hidden. It's on the lower part of the gardens and 
it's it's the only way to describe it is a natural playground. There's, uh, you know, little things to do. I mean, like steppings and, and uh, rope swings and things like that. It's just really, really cute, really natural. Um, and my girls are teenagers and they still love it. So, but the manicured formal gardens are absolutely stunning. Great places to wander. And it's just such a nice peaceful area. I highly, highly recommend it if you are down in County Waterford. And as a tip, just down the road is another of my favorite hidden spots, which is the Bally Saggart Moore Towers. If you plan to visit there, be sure you are wearing your walking shoes. It's a, it's a wee hike out to them. Next is the Vandalore Walled Garden. Now, this one is in County Clare, and it's actually, if you are taking the Shannon Ferry, it's near Kilrush. So whether you're getting onto the ferry, crossing over to Cary, or getting off the ferry, coming into Clare, it's right there on the Clare side, not too far away. Makes a great stop. Now, this spot is known for its uh, rose collection, and the really the, the garden paths are just so well done and relaxing. There's a small hedge maze, and right next to that is a meditation path. And both of those kind of take your mind in a different area. In one, you're kind of puzzling, how am I getting out of this? And then the other one, you are just really meditating and letting your mind loose as you just follow the path. So a really great spot to visit um, and super easy to add. Like I said, if you are traveling across that Shannon Ferry, super easy to add to your itinerary. Next up is the Irish National Stud and Gardens love this place one of my favorites it's actually in kildare just outside of dublin so if you're leaving dublin heading points west or southwest you are going to go pretty near this spot so do add this to your list even if you're not like the horsey type for the horses um the magnificent japanese gardens they're actually said to be the best of their kind in europe and it it tells a story which is really interesting it's called the life of man and you follow the path and at some places you're kind of in a choose your own adventure kind of situation where it's like, you know, do you take the hard path? Do you take the easy path? It's really, really a beautifully done Japanese garden. You're also going to find St. Fiacra's garden and that is named for the patron saint of gardeners. And this one has, it, it kind of focuses on the monastic history of Ireland. You're going to find a couple of, uh, I don't really want to call them beehive huts because they're bigger, but that that type of building, um, very natural, very soothing area. And it's really a perfect spot to sit and kind of enjoy the peaceful surroundings, reflect a little bit, you know, have a wee snack, whatever. But it's really just a stunning area. So um, two gardens there at the National Stud and Gardens that are well worth your time. Next, we are heading up to the northwest to County Donegal in Glenbay National Park. So within Glenbay National Park is Glenbay Castle. And the gardens are right, it's, it's absolutely stunning. So you're in this remote area, you've got this amazing castle, and then you have gardens back kind of to the side and behind it. So you've got both a Victorian garden and a walled garden. And then surrounding that, you have acres of kind of wild gardens with marked trails to explore. 
Now, no cars are allowed in Glen Bay National Park, so you can opt to walk out to the castle and gardens, you can rent a bicycle, or you can take a shuttle. And you can easily spend hours here wandering the gardens, touring the castle, and then getting further afield on the trails. If you are in Donegal, this is definitely a place to add a day to your trip. It is stunning. Now we're crossing all the way south. <laughs> Apparently I put these in no particular order. Um, going clear to the southwest to Bantry House. So Bantry is in West Cork. It is a town off Bantry Bay. And Bantry House itself is surrounded by gardens. So in the front of the house leading to the bay, there's a terraced garden with 14 round beds. And then behind the house is an ornamental garden. And that's overlooked. So you leave the ornamental garden. So it's like you go from behind the house through the ornamental gardens. There's in the center a beautiful fountain. Um, these are really meticulously uh, created gardens. Just gorgeous, gorgeous. And behind that is a hundred steps. So you climb to the top of those steps and you have this beautiful view down into the garden and then Bantry House and then the front terrace garden and then out into Bantry Bay. It is stunning. Now beyond that is a walled garden that is slowly being restored. Um, so it's not got the, the splendor currently completely of a walled garden, but definitely worth taking a peek at while you're there. And Here's a tip for you. You can actually stay in Bantry House. It operates as both a, a residence that you can rent fully or on a and b room by room basis. So if you want to get to that beautiful um, Southwest area, but you don't want maybe the busyness of Kinmare or Killarney or Dingle, check out Bantry. It's really a great little town. Heading into the heart of Ireland, uh, we're going to County Offaly and Burr Castle Domain. Now, this is a place that we have visited quite a few times. I am always in awe of this, the, the domain and the gardens, what they have there. And this is one garden. If you are traveling with kids, this is the garden you want to choose. So... It has formal gardens and terraces and the world's tallest box hedge, but you're also going to find woodland strolls and waterfalls and river walks. And there's a whirlpool spiral of lime trees. And sitting in the middle of all of that is the world's largest telescope until the early 1900s. So it's really just absolutely fascinating. And then you also have Ireland's largest treehouse is located here. There's a beautiful play area for kids with jumping pillows and the treehouse. And then you also have a really terrific science museum. Now, you probably don't think science when you think of Ireland, but the Earls of Rocks, Ross were, they were very scientifically minded. Their children were all, you know, we call homeschooled now. They were tutored. And there's so much scientific history there. And the museum is so well done for all ages. Um, but you have like uh, astronomy, obviously, to go with that big old telescope. You have photography, submarines. Um, one of the earliest examples of a um, 
a suspension bridge is on this property. It's really, really fascinating and a great place to spend an entire afternoon. Um, Burcastle is still a private resident, residence, still uh, lived in by the Earls of Ross, but on some summer dates, you can hop onto a castle tour. So again, Burcastle, County Offley, terrific gardens, and I highly recommend it so much if you're traveling with a family. Now we're heading up to Northern Ireland. I have one garden up there for you, and that is the Glen Arm Castle Gardens. Now this is obviously along the uh, Causeway Coast in Northern Ireland, and the gardens at Glen Arm Castle include a formal walled garden, uh, really vibrant borders here, and then some more informal spots like the kitchen garden and the herb garden. There's also, and I love this, the, the walled garden is home to seven rescued hedgehogs. And while hedgehogs are nocturnal, once in a while you could see them scampering around out there. You also want to check out the Woodland Walk if you visit. And um, just as a tip, Glenarm Castle has a few options to stay on site, including ocean view pods and the Barbican Gate. So if you're looking for a really special accommodation, do check that out if you're on the Causeway Coast. There are two gardens that aren't really fully gardens, but I think that they deserve to be shared. So I'm kind of calling these my special mentions. The first is the Garden of Remembrance. Now this is situated on a hill in Ringfinnan and it overlooks the town of Kinsale in County Cork. This was created by Kathleen Kate Murphy, who was a New York nurse. Uh, she was originally from Kinsale and it's dedicated to the firefighters and their chaplain, Father Michael Judge, who died during and following the attack in New York on September 11th, 2001. It has rows and rows of trees and each tree is dedicated to the memory of one of those fallen heroes. And trees are still being added as, as the firefighters, um, you know, continue to, to succumb to, to that day. So, uh, it started with 343 trees, I believe. Um, like I said, more being added. Each tree includes information about that fallen hero. And many of those are adorned with personal items left by family and friends and even strangers who visit. It's a really, really moving area. And if you are around Kinsale, I highly recommend uh, tracking that down. It can be hard to find, so ask in town for directions. And finally, I want to mention the Dunbrody Abbey hedge maze. Um, hedge mazes are so fun. If you haven't done one, okay, so if you're, if you're in the U.S., you're familiar with a corn maze. <laughs> um, so you can kind of think of this as a, uh, it, it's similar. Now, this maze is uh, all yew trees, and it's large. It's a nice size maze, and they're very tall, so you're not peeking over the tops to find your way. Now, if you're in County Wexford, definitely make a stop here, not only for the hedge maze, which is super, super fun, but for Dunbrody Abbey, which is just across the road. This Cistercian monastery has been standing for 850 years. It is absolutely massive. And I think that if you, if you haven't visited a monastery ruin, this could be one of the best because you really get 
a great feel for uh, the layout of the building and how the monks would have lived in it. So one of my favorite stops if you are down in County Wexford. I hope that gave you a few ideas of some gardens that you can add to your Ireland itinerary. Like I said, it, it may not be the top of your list, but I promise if you visit one of these gardens that I have uh, mentioned, you will not regret it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, you can leave a review on the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page, or if you have Instagram, snap a screenshot of the podcast, pop it into your Instagram stories, and tag me at Ireland Family Vacations with a few kind words. I would really appreciate it. If you have questions or comments, you can always email me, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at irelandfamilyvacations.com. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, Slanga Folk.